They say they with us, but they ain't really gay. They say they real right, but they ain't never pay. They say they with white, but they ain't never slay. Niggas banging this shit, but they ain't really red. They ain't really red, bitch. They ain't really red. Niggas banging this shit, but they ain't really red. They ain't really red, bitch. They ain't really red. Yo. Everybody hates Chubb's podcast, man. What's the motherfucking deal? Apple, Spotify, my new YouTube wave. You know what I'm saying? What's up with everybody out there, man? I just wanted to address something real quick. Like, you know, I know last episode I said I was turning up and all of that, and I definitely am 1,000%, but I had somebody ask me, like, man, you said you was making videos every week, every Friday. Why aren't you doing it? And it's like, to keep it real, bro, you know, my whole podcast right now is based on, you know, shit going on in the entertainment industry, these rap niggas and all this other shit. And it's like, to keep it real, bro, I really don't give a fuck about none of this shit, to be honest with you. I can't lie and act like I'm so deep into fucking Young Miami and Diddy and the BET Awards. I don't even give a fuck about all that shit, for real, for real. I was fucking jacking that shit when I was... 16 years old now i just look at shit like you know it is what it is man like then i had somebody call me fake deep about this shit and it's like y'all it ain't fake deep it's just like yo i know life is bigger than you know what's going on with drake and all this other shit man so i say all that to say when i when i when i do this and i get on this mic to make content or whatever you want to call it it's like i gotta be really motivated i gotta actually like care about the story and there's definitely some stories i'm gonna talk about today that uh that i'm fucking with but i actually gotta care about what's going on man it's hard for me to care about some of this goofy shit i hear and i know the shit that i really do care about and the shit that i would get on here and be passionate about and talk about bro is i know that you know the general public or the people that i i I feel like listen to my podcast right now really ain't fucking with bro i know niggas don't want to talk about the old man on FX, you know what I'm saying? Or these motherfucking documentaries that I've been getting into re- recently. I've been getting into, like, failed YouTuber documentaries, and I've been watching a whole bunch of prank videos, and, you know, I'm really just a type of nigga, man. I just like to chill and watch crime TV and shit like that and watch shit like that. So it's like, I know that that shit ain't what the people want to hear, so it's like, okay... I got to talk about this rap shit, this entertainment shit, and all of that. But sometimes, man, I just don't give a fuck. So what I be doing is I wait a little bit. Like, I I wait for a little bit until enough stories pile up where it's just enough for me to just go and just talk about and just give my thoughts on. Because a lot of this shit, you know, I really don't give a fuck about. I could really care less about a lot of fucking Cardi B and, you know... I'm a little passionate behind that Meg Thee Stallion's Tory Lane shit. I want to see how that how that goes, but I'm definitely uh sometimes I just don't care, y'all. <laughs> but that don't mean I don't care about my podcast. That don't mean that I'm gonna stop going. I'm gonna stop doing it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I see my numbers and shit. Every time I log on to do a new episode, I go and look at my numbers. I see how many people's listening and this and that, and you know. It's slightly going up every time. That's why, you know, it gives me the little motivation to keep going, keep grinding, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't do this shit for money. I don't do this shit for clout, you know. I do this shit really for me. This as an outlet for me, you know. Niggas always said that 
I should be some type of content creator since fucking middle school. When I was back in middle school fooling, having the whole class laugh in the cafeteria, just everybody knows me as a funny type of nigga. You know, niggas was telling me way back when I was a youngin', like, yo, if you had the same look Andy Milanakis would have had, you you would be way funnier and you would be on. You know, niggas was comparing me to shit like that when I used to be clowning around in school and shit like that. And, you know, I always used to listen to it and take heed and be like, yeah, that's what's up. And, you know, I definitely believed them because I know I'm a funny nigga. I know that I'm relatable. And I know that, you know, if I get the right look, the people, the, the masses is really going to fuck with me. But uh, I just never really, you know, took that next step until... Finally, one day I said, fuck it, you know, I'm going to listen to a podcast because, and it, it sucks that I started making a podcast, what, I, it's probably fucking around a year anniversary right now with this shit, you know, I've probably been doing podcasts for like a year now, you know, um, but it sucks though because nigga, I've been listening to podcasts, you know, Combat Jack, Rest in Peace, and Peter Rosenberg, I've been listening to that shit since fucking 2011, 2012, I've been on podcasts way before a lot of people that I'm around was even knew what a fucking podcast was. I used to come and tell niggas, yo, you hear this on the podcast, you hear that? Niggas used to be like, what's a podcast? You know what I'm saying? I wish that I, I got started way back then and, you know, I'd be able to say that I was one of the originators with this shit. But, you know, I'm a, sometimes I'm a procrastinating ass nigga too, so, you know. But I'm on this shit now, though, man. Fuck all that shit, man. Everybody hates Chubb's podcast. What's the fucking deal, man? I'm outside. Uh, definitely a couple things I want to talk about today, man. Definitely a couple things. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, a few things that I feel like I'm passionate about, <laughs> or whatever. A few things that I just feel like I need to talk about because this shit is getting crazy out here. Some shit is definitely out of pocket. Hold on, let me sip my juice. Pause. You know, niggas got to put a pause on everything nowadays. You know what I'm saying? These niggas are so motherfucking suspect and weird, man. Just put a pause on it. We don't say no homo no more. You know, that's... I feel like you said no homo, you, like, might be homo. But if you put a pause on it, then it's like, oh, okay, we see what he's talking about. We see what he's standing on. That's all, man. Just pause on that. But, uh, fuck it. Let's get into it, man. Oh, man. Man, Mr. Seems Like You Ready. Mr. Filling On Your Booty. Mr. Your Body's Calling Me, Mr. One Wish, Mr. Man, Mr. Wasn't he on Contagious with Ronald Osley? Mr. Trapped in the Closet, like, oh, man. That didn't gave that boy R. Kelly 30 years, man. R. Kelly found, got, found condi- uh, got found guilty of his charges, man, and I guess that was uh, taking minors over state lines for sex and... Uh, some other creepy-ass charges like that. I think it was like four or five charges, man. Some other creepy-ass charges. He got found guilty. We knew he was going to get hit with some time, man. But he got a 30-pack, man. He got 30 years, no tears. And it's just like, damn. Now, me, personally, do I think he deserved 30 years? Now, no, I don't. I'm sorry. No, I don't. 30 years, man, that's a long time, especially when you look at the white woman, Galen Maxwell, who was really child, child, child trafficking, excuse me, who was really fucking with little minor little girls and taking them to fucking Epstein Island and shit like that. And she only got a dub. But R. Kelly gets 30 years. And there's a lot of controversial 
You know, I got a lot of mixed feelings about this shit because, you know, anybody that know me, I don't even really like kids, for real, for real. I don't even really fuck with kids. So, you know, just just hear that part. But it's like, the girls that R. Kelly was fucking with, from what I seen, you know, nigga watched Surviving R. Kelly and all that shit, and, you know, nigga was tapped in. The girls I was fucking with, you know, I mean, that I was, uh, that I was seeing on these shows and give their little testimonials or whatever. A lot of these girls were, I'm trying to choose my words wisely. So in my opinion, a lot of these girls were kind of past the R. Kelly by their parents, you know, in the surviving R. Kelly shit, there was like two different girls that, you know, went to the R. Kelly concert with their parents, and I guess R. Kelly caught him in the crowd and invited him backstage, and you know, I guess he fed the the parents some bullshit, and next thing you know, he the parents is letting their little 13, 14 year old, I think the girl was 15 or 16, I think they letting a little 15, 16 year old girl fly to Chicago back to R. Kelly's house under the guise that he's gonna make them a star. Listen, man, I don't have any kids, but I can tell you right now, I don't give a fuck if it's R. Kelly, the fucking Donald Trump. I don't even want to put Drake's name in this fucking conversation. But anybody you can name, the biggest celebrities are the biggest celebrities. Bro, you're not going nowhere with my 15-year-old child, especially not without me. You're not going to, it doesn't even matter. You're not going nowhere with a child, bro. You know, so these parents is, Sending a child off to R. Kelly, you know, and who the fuck knows what 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 happened there? You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that's where the real crime came in at. You know, I I I don't doubt that he was doing creep shit. I do think he was guilty, and I do think he deserved some time. But when you look at the whole aspect, when you when you really take a step back and look at this shit and see the way that he was actually bagging these minors, it's like, yo, well, what the fuck? Like, I feel like. If R. Kelly going to do some time, which he deserve, we got to bring them parents up on charges too, man. Because why the fuck are you letting R. Kelly, any celebrity, anybody, any other human other than yourself, take your child over state lines for weeks and months at a time where you can't contact them? You know, you're just asking for trouble then. And then the fact that they don't blow up to be stars or nothing goes on with they want to be singing careers and shit like that. Now you want to be outside of his house. Now you want to sue. Now you want to get the police involved and shit like that. But if he would have made them a million dollars, then everything would have been all good. You know, I feel like, especially in the in this society, man, we got to really start holding these parents a lot more accountable. These 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 motherfuckers is, is quick to... People are so quick to sell out for a dollar, man. So quick, like... That's why I be trying to tell people, and that's when it came back when a motherfucker telling me I'm fake deep and this, that, and the third. And it's like, no, nah, it's not fake deep. I just realized the meaning of life, and I realized, you know, everybody wants to have money. I want to have money. You want to have money. Everybody wants to be on. Everybody wants to be, you know, quote, unquote, lit or whatever. But it's not everything in life, man. Life isn't about, you know, money or, you know, what type of chain you got or what type of car you drive. That's really all materialistic, minuscule shit. You know what I'm saying? Life is about your happiness, your health. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing 
to, you know, make the world a greater place. And I know that sounds like some soft shit, but I mean, I, I truly honestly believe that. Motherfuckers are so quick to sell out for a dollar nowadays, man. These niggas will get on YouTube and make shit up. And these niggas will get online and make shit up for sympathy, creating GoFundMes and with six stories, lying about they saying they got cancer just to get a GoFundMe and get a couple thousand dollars, man. And, you know, that little five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars that you made, is it really worth your... Your, your relationship with God, knowing that you lied to all these people like that. You know what I'm saying? I hate to get deep like that, but I mean, honestly, that's just how I think. That's just how I look at shit, man. And I definitely think that R. Kelly should have got some time, man. But I do think the 30 years is is was a little excessive. Um, You know, he is a sick guy. It's, 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 it's fucked up because it's hard to listen to his music the same way. You know, because I was a big R. Kelly fan. Honestly... The first concert that I ever went to ever in my life was a R. Kelly concert in Detroit, you know? So it's like, damn, I was really a big R. Kelly fan, and he definitely deserves some time. But 30 years, I mean, seems like they're trying to make an example out of him. Like, you know, that's the thing. That's the that's the that's what I be trying to tell people, you know? You want to be a celebrity? You want to be this, that, and the third, you know? If something go left because you got some clout, because you got a little name, you the one that they're going to try to make an example out of. You know what I'm saying? You the one. And I feel like they, they definitely trying to make an example out of R. Kelly because I'm sure, you know, he ain't the only one in the music industry, in the entertainment industry, you know, on some creepy weird shit like that because it's definitely creepy. You know, if you ask me, if I was the judge, mm, anywhere between 8 to 15 years would have sufficed for me. You know, 30 years, man. And I feel like these judges, excuse me, I feel like these judges and these DAs and shit like that, I feel like they don't take in a nigga's age into consideration. Like, I guess I know, you know, they don't give a fuck and they just, they don't give a fuck if a nigga live or die or not. But it's like, damn, you know, R. Kelly's already like 55. I think he's 55 years old. And, you know, you give him a 30 piece, you know what I mean? Like, you pretty much sentencing, sentencing them to, to life, you know. There's no real big difference when you're 55 and you get a 30-year sentence, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure, you know, his health is probably declining in there like everybody else. But it's just, it's a fucked up situation, man. You know, I've seen that R. Kelly's streams have went up like 300% since, since the verdict. I mean, that's shocking to me. I guess everybody, you know, this is the last hurrah. I guess everybody want to get in a... Listen to their last little R. Kelly songs right now, you know what I'm saying, while his name is in the media, because I'm sure like a year from now, it's 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 over for R. Kelly, y'all. It's done. It's it's more than done. And this, this might have been one of the greatest R&B artists of all time, you know what I'm saying? Like, he might have been, it might have been Michael Jackson, and to be honest, R. Kelly might be right under that, you know what I'm saying, as far as the hits and the vibe and he was changing up different and different generations he was here in the 90s the 2000s the early 2010s and shit like that and then you know he just ain't know when to stop you know what i'm saying he got his ass hemmed up and uh yeah it's bad i mean everybody wants to go back and, and point at the Aaliyah situation um you know like oh, oh he been doing this he been doing this since Aaliyah. and y'all is right y'all is right don't get me to arguing because that whole shit was creepy weird shit, like, for sure. Leah was only 15 years old, but like I've been saying, 
where's the parents at? Where's Aaliyah's parents at? And, you know, I don't want to get all deep into it, but, you know, ever since she died, I heard the, the state be on some weird shit anyway. They ain't be trying to clear no music. They be on weird type of time. So it's like, now y'all want to be all in the lifestyle. Now y'all want to have a big say-so, but... Where was y'all at when R. Kelly was flinging her around talking about, you know, your body's calling me and all this other shit, you know? It's just, it's just crazy, man. I feel like the parents is not as guilty as R. Kelly, but they definitely deserve some blame, too. Because where the fuck is the parents? You ain't taking my kid nowhere, you fucking clown. Like, these motherfuckers is weird, man. But, free R. Kelly, though. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I don't think he deserved no 30-piece, man, but... It is what it is. He got to set, and when he come home, hopefully, I feel like, hopefully the nigga shake back on the pill. If he can shake back on the pill, then that's going to be, that like, I, you know, I won't argue with it. But, I mean, 30 years, come on, man. Um. So, the Supreme Court overturned this Wade versus Roe um, ruling from, I guess, I think it was back in, like, the... 60s, 70s, 80s. Don't get me to, don't get me to knowing. But I just know the biggest, most important thing. They trying to stop abortion, y'all. That shit is serious as fuck to me. So I need my real niggas to listen to this and listen to this closely, man. It's time to start using the rub now, man. I know there's nasty niggas out here, and I ain't gonna lie. I might be, you know, knock on wood, or might be one of them. But you know, niggas, we don't play with niggas. Ain't using them rubbers, man. Like niggas is out here living real reckless. What Ross say? Never wear a rubber where I'm from. We call that living fast. <laughs> you know, um, they trying to kill this abortion shit off, y'all. They, they they trying to take away the plan Bs. They trying to do all of this shit. And it's like, bro, if without abortions and plan B, I probably have three, four kids right now, bro. I ain't going to even lie to you. I ain't even going to sit on my own platform and, and, and make that up, man. And I feel like that is a major injustice. You know, it's definitely her body, her choice. You know, it shouldn't... If she's not, I don't know what the government is thinking, bro. Like, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to overpopulate America. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But it's like, it's just logical, man. You know, some of these girls is living in poverty and they fast. And, you know, some girls just, it's just the simple facts of the matter. Some girls and men, the men that they fucking don't have the money or the means or the mental to even take care of a child, man. So sometimes, man, you know. While the baby's still in the fetus and while, you know, before it's actually alive and outside in the world, you know, sometimes that's just the best option, man. Why would you raise a kid and bring them into poverty if you ain't got no money, if you ain't got no stability in your own life, man? So, you know, this Wade versus Rose shit, I'm totally against that. It's absolutely scary and spooky for a nigga like me and I'm sure all my other niggas out there now there's no games now. Ain't no more playing around, man. Ain't no more raw dogging it, man. We can't raw dog it no more, man. It's rubbed up time. You got to rub up and you got to protect yourself at all costs. Because the last thing that I want is to get one of these fucking club floozies that I'll be, you know what I'm saying? Get one of these club floozies knocked up, man. That's the last thing that I want. And I'm sure a lot of other niggas feel the same. And it's like, we got to we gotta wake up and we got to do it a little different, man. Because this shit... This shit ain't cool. I hope they, they, they fix this ruling ASAP and let the abortions rock, man. Because, you know, sometimes it's just it just don't make sense. It just don't make sense, man. You niggas is, niggas is out here trying to live a good life, man. And now y'all got a lot of black men, a lot of white men, a lot of people are racist. Y'all got a scared as fuck now, man. 
The government is just crazy. Then you want us to have these these black children just so they can grow up and y'all can kill them. You know, these cops is crazy out here, man. Like, America ain't getting no better, man. And I hate to say it, man, but from what I seen, man, I don't know about this guy Joe Biden, but I ain't going to get on no political tip, man. I mean, shit looked like it was better two, three years ago when Trump was rocking, and I'm not even a Republican. But I ain't going to get on no, no, no political tip, but I'm just telling y'all niggas how I feel. But, yeah, this... This new abortion shit, no abortion, this whole wave, man, is not it. It got me scared as fuck. It got me paranoid, man. It got me shaking like a hoe in church on some real shit, man, because uh, we can't play around no more, fellas, man. We're going to have to really play in CVS, man, and get that shit. Because, you know, a lot of niggas out here, a lot of niggas ain't using rubs, ladies. I'm sorry to tell you. A lot of, a lot of niggas is really uh, dirty dicked out. A lot of niggas is just, you know... <clears throat> taking chances out here man you know a lot of niggas is taking chances and uh now i'm sure this this is woken everybody up we gotta start using condoms man who the fuck likes condoms anyway bro like bro i don't like the smell of a con i don't like the way it feel i don't like the smell i don't like all rubbery and shit i don't like when i gotta take the condom on and rub it back like now my hand is all lubed up paws like big paws but i don't like nothing about a rub that's why i be trying to you know, keep me a little boo, man, so I can just do what I do with, uh, freely, man. Because when you out here running around fucking these hoes, man, anything can happen, man. Anything can fucking happen. So it's just like this whole abortion shit, man, it's just the devil, man. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. So we got to be careful, my niggas. Um, I ain't really got too much to say about that. But just strap the fuck up, man. No more taking chances, man. Because this time... You ain't got no outlet. You can't ask her what you want to do. The bitch ain't got a choice now. You know, I know that they say they putting up the power in the states, in the state's hands. You know, it's the state's decision um, if they want to allow abortions or not. And I guess that's good to, you know, take it out of the central government's hands and uh, let the states let the states decide. So, you know, honestly, I do think that that is good. Um, but. You know, who's to say your state is going to be one of them states that actually allow abortions? And if they don't, it's going to be bad news for you, man. You know, real bad news. Um, just just protect yourself, fellas, man. If you don't want no kids or you don't want no more kids or whatever your situation is, man, just make sure you wrap your dick up, pause, because uh, these motherfucking crackers in Congress, they ain't playing fair. And they just trying to keep, if you ask me, this shit be deeper than what you think it is. They're trying to keep the black man down. They're trying to keep us in poverty. They see all of these niggas on the internet, on in the entertainment industry, and even past that, in you know, in law and in, in the medical industry and in, in technology, they see a lot of black people winning, man. And I don't think they like it. And I think they're trying to shut us down. If you want to be honest, man, I, I think it's all it's all a, a sinister plan. If you want me to keep it real, but. That's enough about that, man. You know, fuck that anti-abortion shit. We standing on that. Um, what else I want to talk about? I just got a couple things. I just wanted to, you know, make a little podcast today. You know, I've been saying I was going, oh, happy 4th of July, bitches. I forgot us. You know, it's my little 4th of July episode and shit, man. I was supposed to do this episode like two days ago, but a nigga went out. I was all drunk. I was all saucy and shit like that. You know how it is. Niggas was hungover and all fucked up, so. I just couldn't do it, man. So I finally uh, pulled myself up today and said, fuck it, I'm going to knock one out. You know what I'm saying? So I got a couple little topics that uh, I don't think I made a podcast in like two weeks. So it's like, you know, some old shit. I'm going to just breeze through it real quick. But a couple little things I want to talk about before I get up out of here. 
Uh, Lil TJ got popped, man. Lil TJ was in Edgewater, New Jersey, man. They saying, Some people were saying he was in front of a Chipotle. Some people were saying he was in front of his hotel. I guess the Chipotle might be next to the hotel, if I'm, if I'm guessing correctly. But um, it was a look going bad, man. A nigga tried to run up, and uh, I guess they might have been hesitating with throwing them jewels off and shit like that, and it hit TJ up, man. Uh, the little nigga got hit up, and it... it, it it sounded pretty bad, man. It sounded pretty bad. At first, they were saying he was going to be in a chair. Then they were saying he was in a coma, and he might not wake up. You know, luckily, I got the alert yesterday on my phone that he's out of the coma, and he woke up and shit, man. So that's definitely a blessing. But back to the robbery, it's like, I know us black men, I know we got a lot of bravado, and I know we got a lot of balls, and you know, I know I think I'm tough. You think you tough. I know all these niggas out here think they tough and shit like that. But, you know, what's the procedure when a gun is in your face, man? For real, for real. You know, I mean, a nigga want a chain. It don't matter if you got money, you don't got money. You must have a little something if you got a chain on. I mean, is that worth taking five bullets, man? Is that worth your life, man? You know, I feel like, you know, now that I'm getting older and shit like that, you know, six, seven years ago, if, you would have asked me the same question. I I would have been on some ready to die by the chain type shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like now, you know, I look at the real, like I said, the real meaning of life and what's really going on out here. You know, if a fuck nigga want to take my chain, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. But whether I got a gun on me or not, because see, that'd be the thing. Rest in peace, Big Penny. That's how some niggas die too. You may got the gun on you. And a nigga don't know and you trying to run. But you got to be careful with the draw. You got to be careful with the draw. Because if he see you reaching, you, you just going to pop you and smoke you, man. You know? So you got to be careful with the draw. If, no matter if I got it on me or not, I'm going to throw it off. And when you turn your back to run, bow, 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 bow. No cap. I ain't going to lie. Then we'll, do, we'll figure out the legal, the legal side of it after. But the nigga take, you want to come take my chain? You want to come take whatever you want? Come get it. You know what I'm saying? But... You're going to die about it. Yeah, maybe not in that situation. Yeah, maybe not that day. Maybe I'll let you get out of there. Maybe you get away. But you're going to get spun on, bro. You better be, you better have it on you every second, every day. You're going to live a life of paranoid and nigga try to rob me because I'm not, it's not going down like that. But in the situation when it's real, when a nigga, give me a gun, give me your money, give me a chain. When that, when he really got the gun to you, man, I mean, your options is real slim there, man. I'm not about to die over no chain in that situation you know what i'm saying like that's it, it's just not it's just not a smart thing to do man and i you know i don't want to hear about none of my little young black brothers getting hit up getting popped over a little stupid shit you know what i'm saying it's so it's like i feel like he should have threw the chain off man and, and lived to see another day you got money you're artist you got connections you know he wouldn't he wouldn't have made it far with that chain man he would have made it a couple weeks you would have figured out who he was and then you can Get on your get back gang shit. You could do it like that. Cause that's the you gotta be smart about this shit, man. Cause you only live one life out here, man. So, but uh I'm just saying if that was me, I would have played it different. But I'm glad Lil TJ, I'm glad that uh he made it up out of there, man, because that shit is uh it's just sad. Then he his two niggas is facing attempted murder charges. He was with two niggas. I guess they bucked back or something like that. And uh they facing attempted murder charges. That's what that's what the the news is saying, you know, the news be saying one thing, but the streets will tell you a whole different story. So you really can't believe in the news and shit like that. But they saying this niggas bucked back and uh, they hit the boy up and the boy went to the hospital 
and uh, that's how they ended up catching the the attempted the attempted jack or whatever. But I hope uh, I hope that nigga get his little. See, when you doing dumb shit like that, you see a nigga with a chain walking down the street, and you just decide off the rip like yo, I'm gonna rob this nigga, I'm gonna get him. See, that's the dumb shit. Them is the dumbass niggas we need to put in jail. Them is the dumbass niggas that we need to put in the dirt. Because it's like, bro, that's the ultimate hater shit. You see me, you don't know me from a can of paint. I'm out here grinding. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm getting my money, da 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 And now you just want, you think it's just so sweet and it's so candy. You can take out a gun and, and, and I'm going to throw it off because you a bum. Because you ain't make the right moves in life to actually go and buy a chain. You think I'm going to just throw it off. You know, these niggas, these fuck niggas like that, man, they got to get put in the dirt, man. I wish little TJ's homies really, you know, I wish they would have put some more on them, man, and, and put them, got them up out of here. Because these are the type of fuck niggas that we don't need around, man. You know, fuck that goofy ass nigga, man. These niggas be certified haters, man. That's why you got to watch your surroundings everywhere you go, man. That's why, man, I'm too paranoid, man. I'm too paranoid. I see a nigga look at me wrong. I'm ready to do it to him, man. Pause. Because you never know with these little, and then on top of that, you're trying to rob a nigga. But then you actually start letting off shots. Then you actually really put something in the nigga's chest. That's like, damn, my nigga, why you have to do that? The nigga just wanted some Chipotle. It's like, you niggas don't be thinking right. You niggas don't be moving right at all, man. You niggas really be bitches. You niggas really be scary for real for because, you know, I say fucking 75 percent. There are a lot of niggas got guns now because we know everybody else got guns. You dig what I'm saying? But, you know, a good percentage of you niggas out here. Only got the guns because we know you can't fight. Because y'all niggas is really bitches for real, for real. You niggas is really hoes and you can't square up. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't fighting no more. You hear that shit all the time. You hear everybody say it. And the reason why niggas ain't fighting no more is because all the punks went and got guns. The niggas that's really down to knuckle up like me and some other niggas, you know what I'm saying? We got to get the strap because we got to fight fire with fire. I'm not about to be swinging on you if I know you got the burner. I'm not about to just die like that, nigga. But it's like, yo, you niggas is really punks out here for real, for real. Like, whatever happened to knuckling up like a G, man. And then if some shit, and then if, if it, then, you know, take it from there. But let's see, let's see how your hands work, man. That's why a lot of these faggot ass niggas get into the, and get into the penitentiary and get into the jail and they turn into booty bandits because they don't know how to fight. Ain't no guns in jail, you bitch ass nigga. I just hate fuck niggas, man. And that shit just pisses me off, man. I'm glad to hear little TJ's okay. And it's not like, you know, I'm a, I, I, shorty a little baddie. Shorty my little boo thing. That's the only song I know from him. I don't even really, I know he got clout. I know he got some more hits on there, but I only know that Johnny got with Pop Smoke. I don't really even know Lil TJ like that. I'm not a big fan of his music, but I just know he's a young black kid, man, trying to make a, trying to make a way for himself, man. And when I see a hating fuck nigga come out the cut and, and play with him like that, it's just really upsetting and it's real sad, man. So I'm glad to hear young TJ's doing all right, man, you know. Stay up, young nigga, man, and, and you know, fuck the ops, and, and, and you know, you gotta keep some real, some more goons around you, some more shooters around you, man. It's just, it's just like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't out here. Because if the niggas start running deep, they gonna say, oh, he's pussy. Look, he running with, he got security. Oh, he's pussy. He got off-duty cops with him. Uh, you know, or if you running light, you got two or three of your real niggas with you. Now these same fuck niggas that was just saying that you pussy because you got cops, now they feel like. They can do something to you because you light. Then now they feel, now that's when the gunplay can get involved. And you know, when bullets start flying, don't matter who the fuck you is. You could be me, you, Rambo, Superman. When the bullets start flying, you know, these joints ain't got no names. Ain't none of us out here bulletproof, so anything could happen, man. So 
You know, of course, we all want to avoid the shootouts at all costs, man. But it's like you damned if you get security, you damned if you don't, man. So I just feel bad for the little brother, man. I hope he ain't in the chair like how they said he was. And I hope he, you know, come out strong, man. And uh, that brings me to another thing I'm thinking about. So if little TJ makes it up out of this and now, you know, they already caught the dude. Is he a snitch if he goes and testifies against this guy? I mean, I know what I think. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't jack it. Like, I would, I would want him out on the streets for, you know, other reasons. I wouldn't do it. But, I mean, I'm just thinking of it realistically on some grown man shit. Is he a snitch if, uh, you know, he go and put this guy away? You know, because that might be the next thing that these motherfuckers start to play with him with. You know what I'm saying? I see bitch ass 6 9 trying to laugh at him and joke. It's like, yo, 6 9 you ain't never been in no reals. You ain't never... You ain't never been in that ever in your life. You ain't never get popped before, man. You gotta you gotta watch your mouth, man. I can't wait till the day the day that these niggas smoke six nine is the day that I'm gonna come on here and I'm gonna really have a little party, man. We're gonna have a little everybody hits Chaz party when they smoke this fucking cornball, man. He's such a fucking clown to me. You 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 disrespecting real niggas, you disrespecting people that's hurt, innocent people. And you really just think you tough. You can't be tough if you's a snitch, man. You already told in federal court, man, anything you do now, anything that you say, I don't give a fuck if you running around with a gun. I feel like you ain't going to pull it. I feel like you ain't going to do nothing with it because you's a snitch. You's a rat. Or you're going to set me up and, man, you's just a bitch-ass nigga. I just don't like 6 9 y'all. Sorry. I'll tell you what, y'all. That Minute Maid juice hit different. Any flavor Minute Maid, man, Minute Maid is on some shit, man. I'm sorry to tell y'all, but they on some shit. I just love Minute Maid juice. But, yeah, man, get well soon, little TJ. What else I got, man? I got to run through this shit, man, because, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I'm I'm making my podcast, but some of this shit that I'm about to talk about, I really don't give a fuck about. And it's starting to get old. Like, I know in this media game, like, when shit happens, you got to be on it ASAP. You got to talk about it within, you know, the a couple days that week you know what i mean you can't be waiting two and three weeks to talk about certain things and it loses its luster and then you got your fan base thinking that you ain't that nigga well just to let y'all know i am that nigga i i am that boy but it's just like you know i already explained what's going on so what else i got mario and bay back oh i ain't gonna spend a lot of time on this but i will say um, I was really shocked at Omaro's performance. I'm not a big R&B guy. Like I got off of the, I am a, let me, let me rephrase that. I am a big R&B guy. I love R&B. Sometimes I listen to R&B way more than I listen to rap, but I'm in the nineties R&B. I'm in the fucking Avon and Jodeci. And you know, I like a lot of the female R&B ladies from the nineties. This new R&B shit, you know, from fucking, you know, the, the B2K pretty Ricky days and up. To current day, I can't get jiggy with that shit, man. I can't turn that shit on, man. That shit is like, it's just not the same. It just don't hit the same as that Avant and that Donnell Jones and shit like that, man. But, I mean, you know, I am I am in the culture. I am, I do listen to that shit, man. And uh, I thought Omarion, my nigga Maybach O, excuse me, I thought he was really going to put on a show. I thought he was going to shit on a nigga, but... Uh, I guess I was completely wrong, just like a lot of other people, man. Omarion went out there and laid a dud, man. And, and Mario showed that his levels to this shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Mario showed that his levels to this shit, man. Mario really uh put on a great performance. He exposed them niggas. And he exposed Omarion. 
for just the non-singing type of nigga he is. You, how you going to try to do a live versus and you really can't sing and you a singer? That shit don't make no motherfucking sense to me, man. You, He really went up there and looked like a total goofy, man. Then on top of that, you got watermelons in your face and you eating watermelons like you eating some pussy and you thought that was it. You on the ground gyrating and shit like that. Like, come on, man. That boy, I think Omarion got exposed as a cornball that night. That, that's all I can say. I really ain't got nothing bad to say about Mario, except for, you know, he was, if you ask me, some of the stuff he was saying, you know, he was talking a little tough, you know what I'm saying? But who am I to say he ain't tough? Who am I to say that he ain't standing on that? But, I mean, if I was on Mario and some of the shit he was saying to me, we might have had to stop the show because it's like, yo, my nigga, who is you talking to? But who's this, you know, Mario clearly ain't no tough guy, but, I mean, some of the stuff Mario was saying, it was like, oh, okay, that's that's how you giving it up? I, I might have punched him in his face, some of that shit he was saying. He was talking real reckless. But, hey, who's to say that he ain't that? I don't know that nigga like that. I don't really follow his career like that. You know, I like, but you're telling me I'm just a friend. You're telling me I can hear your heart crying. All for that shit. I fuck with Mario. Don't, I mean, excuse me. I fuck with Mario. Don't get it twisted at all. But, uh, yeah, this shit's different, man. This shit's different. Um, one thing I will say, though, is we is not doing no Ray J slander on the Everybody Hates Charles podcast. I'm never disrespecting Ray J. I fuck with Ray J the long way. Yes, he had a bad performance. Oh, the fuck well. It happens to the best of them. Anybody that knows me knows that I love Brandy. I love Brandy. That's my favorite artist. If I can meet anybody in the world, it would be Brandy Norwood, and I'm not lying to you. I'm not playing at all. Like, I just love Brandy. I love her music. She can never do no wrong. And because that's Brandy's brother, I'm going to never disrespect Ray J. And on top of that, a lot of motherfuckers don't know Ray J's background, man. Ray J, he got a lot more street cred than some of your favorite rappers out here, man. Out here, man. Go listen to Centerview, man. Go listen to his story, man. And, you know, he was running with Death Row back in the days. He was a little young Death Row nigga and shit like that. Niggas don't know, man. Ray J... I think Ray J stand on business, man. But, you know, everybody want to look at him from, you know, I guess that love and hip-hop and all the other shit he did and, like, try to clown him like he's a goofy. I don't think Ray J's a goofy. I honestly really don't. I really fuck with Ray J. So, um, no Ray J slander. I'm not talking about that. I'm done with the versus shit. We fuck with Ray J. Um, something I really don't care about, but I had it on the list. Diddy and Young Miami. I mean, I see, I didn't watch the BET Awards because, you know, that was shit that was cool back when we was 16, 17 years old. Now the quality of show and what they're doing and the, the artists and some of the acts that they're putting on, it's just nothing less than, it's just sad to me. It's just garbage. So I didn't waste my time and I and watched the award show, so I really don't got too much to talk about um, when it comes to that. But I did see Young Miami clowning herself out with the Go Pappy sign and shit like that. And I mean, what the fuck is she doing, man? What the fuck is she doing? You know, it's just so funny how, you know, the city girl shit be out the window with both of them, with JT and Young Miami. You know, it's just so funny how they, they was sing, rapping all this shit. They got famous for rapping this real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga and all that. But JT over there on Little Uzi's dick and you got Young Miami now fl uh, fucking flaunting and on, on Diddy's dick going crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just unbelievable. They lied to y'all all. All of you females out here talking about city girls and shit, you can't be a city girls when the city girls really ain't even city girls. Y'all you know what I'm saying? They they're 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 fraudulent, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're fraudulent. I'm not really jacking them. Um 
yeah, they cute or whatever. They definitely both sexy, but they actions don't add up to the to the artist that they claim they was, man. Young Miami, man, she looked like a cold clown out there with a motherfucking sign in two, 2022. I'm sure she was probably the only person in there with a sign talking about go pappy. Then he played the bitch. Then he got up there and he didn't acknowledge her in his speech. And, you know, that's, that's here nor there to keep it real with you because, you know, they might have had a conversation about that. But it's just like, bro, obviously... Anybody with two brains, any real nigga can see that he just fucking, he just going, that's Diddy, man. That's Diddy. He just fucking and he just doing what he do, man. And when it's over, it's over, man. You ain't Cassie. You ain't Kim Porter. Like, I think she thinks she one of them. But if I anybody could tell, like, you ain't even that type of woman to be held to that type of standard, man. That's why he's still shouting out his ex. Don't you get it? Like, man, she's a certified goofy, man. That city girl summer, that city girl's lifestyle period is dead. I don't even, I can't even really, I never listen to their music, obviously, but I can't even listen to their music with any type of seriousness now when I know that's how they move. And, you know, no disrespect to Lil Uzi because I know he, uh, I heard he get active. I remember when he ran up on Rich the Kid in Philly and all of that and shit, but it's like, that's who you chasing around, JT? I mean, I know that's your man and all that, but it's like, okay, okay, okay. All right, man. Y'all got it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got it. You know. Shout out to Uzi though. Shout out to Diddy, man. Real niggas, man. Y'all, they just doing what they do. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't about them. It's about the girls. Them niggas is just doing what they do. They doing what any one of us would do. You dig what I'm saying? So shout out to them niggas though. Um, YNW Melly, man. YNW Melly's trial is about to start soon. And I'm sorry to say, but the young nigga going to jail, man. He he's about to be a thing of the past, man. From everything that I see, you know, the the evidence don't look good on them at all. I don't see what their defense is. I don't see what they're doing. You know what's bad? When the defenses, their main defense is trying to discredit the prosecution's witnesses. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to, they don't want the gun expert to come up there. They don't want these experts that the prosecution... They don't got no real defense. They're not bringing up no expert. It's just not looking good for the nigga at all. Then on top of that, you know, they talking about he was trying to put a hit on his mom and shit like that. And I don't know if that's true or not. You know, these motherfuckers, um, you know, they play dirty and they try to they try to kill you in the media first before they really kill you in court. You know, I don't know if that's true. But if there's any type of recording or anything to that, man. You know, he, 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 he's done. I ain't gonna lie. Why the, there's really not too much to say about the young nigga because, I mean, he done. I can't see him. Bro, if R. Kelly just got 30, what you think he gonna get? He's any down in Florida, man, where they really like to, where they really hang niggas up, man. Oh, yeah, he give him 80 years, man. That's what I see. I, that's what I can see coming to him, man. A life sentence. I don't think he getting out. His rap career is definitely over. And I feel like... I liked your uh, YNW Melly. I feel like he had a lot of potential. I feel like he could have went, man. I feel like he just had dropped a song with Kanye, which I ain't got me. I was fucking with that shit. I ain't going to lie and act like I wasn't. So, I mean, he had a lot of potential. If if I just would ask him, why did he feel the need to, to do that? Like, to smoke his friends? Like, I mean... It's real confusing. That's why a part of me feel like, damn, it's so outrageous he couldn't have did it. But then when you listen to his interviews and some of the shit he say and he got murder on his mind and shit like that, 
you know, you you are the music that you put out here. You dig what I'm saying? You are the image that you put out here. So now that you put out this image with murder on your mind and all that shit, now motherfuckers is looking at you like, well, damn, maybe he did do it. Maybe it is a, a possibility because that's how I'm looking at it. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that young nigga, what's going on with his head and shit like that, man. Um, why wasn't somebody there to try to help him get some fucking mental help or something? Because, I mean, you smoking your two best friends is just, uh, we all know ain't nothing cool about that. But now you about to go get the death penalty behind that shit. I don't, I don't think that he's coming home, man. Sorry. Sorry, Melly. Um, few more things real quick. We about to be wrapping, wrapping this shit up because I, the Drake, I got the Drake album on my list, but it's like, um, yeah, it's, I think it's a good album. It's not a rap album, but it's it's dance hall. But I think it's a good album. You know, it's really not too much for me to talk about. Motherfuckers don't want to expand they 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 ears and listen to the taste. If a nigga ain't doing the shit that he been doing, if he ain't rapping, doing that Drake flow and shit like that, motherfuckers is going obvious. Uh, quickly write it off as trash. I don't think the shit is trash at all. I think it's a pretty solid album. Um, you know, I feel like. Drake is a trendsetter, so I feel like he's getting ready to change up um, the whole rap game. I think his shit's gonna start leaning towards that now. If you ask me personally, so I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, trash. What I am I still listening to it? Yeah, I got a couple songs that I go back to that joint. Um, I found a new muse. What's that called? A keeper. Text go green. I got a couple joints that I go back to, but. I mean, honestly, would I go back to it? Mm, mm, maybe, maybe not. It depends on my mood. You know what I'm saying? But what I will say is that I think Drake's reign at the top is slowly but surely um, declining, you know, with the CLB shit to this. It's just like he's not being looked at in the same light. And, you know, I got to be real. The music's just not as good as it was, you know, five, six, seven years ago. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just not. Whether I'm saying it's a solid album or not, the, the, the quality of the music is just not as good. So I feel like Drake's reign at the top is slowly coming to an end. But I would want to know, well, who's next up? Because I can't see it with nobody. Kendrick, no. Little Baby, uh, no. He rap, he He's too, I'm sorry to say it, but he, I think he's a little too street for him to be held in, the, in that standard. It. it like, I just don't, and I just don't think he's, like, a good technical rapper. I don't think that he got the bars that people hype up and say, dude, yeah, he's a real rapper. He rap real shit. But as far as the wordplay and shit like that, the bars, he don't got no bars that make me scrunch up my face. You know, he's like a club type of nigga, you know, so. But I don't know who's next up in the rap game. I honestly really can't tell you. I mean, I like NBA Youngboy. But I think he got a lot of legal trouble that he got to get over. If if he get out of his legal trouble and stay with, stay 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 right, I I would say young boy. But if it's not him, I honestly could not tell you who's next up in this rap shit because I do see Drake, um, falling down. But and that leads me to my next little story, Frenchie of Brick Squad Mafia, man. Y'all remember Frenchie? I'm a what do you say? I'm an old block with six hundred killers. You know that old Frenchie, that BSM, that back in the day, you know Walker Flocka's cousin. You know, fucking with uh, Gucci and all of them, man. They found him guilty, man. He about to get 25. He's looking at 25 years. He, he'll probably get 10, 15 years or something like that. Um, They said this nigga ran in the crib and and pistol whipped the autistic kid that was looking for some weed and some money and shit like that. It's like, 
that shit is a damn shame. You know, when you was a, you know, a semi-successful rapper at one point, and you got to re- resort back to the street shit, man. I let you know niggas' businesses don't be right, man. I let you know this rap shit ain't all what it's cracked up to be, man, because the fact that Frenchie is doing that and, and well, got convicted of that is just totally, I thought, I where is this, where is Walker at? Walker ain't doing that. Walker is still got money, so where's Walker at? Where's Gucci at? Why ain't nobody, like, it's just, I know niggas, some niggas make, the, build, uh, bury themselves, man, and they build their own graves, man, but damn, you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with Frenchie, man? He, I thought Frenchie was a real nigga. Now we going down as a goofy in my book. A real nigga don't mean that you got to always kill somebody or you got to run in their house. I remember Frenchie, he used to be in Pittsburgh a lot, man. He used to be in the Trappers a lot, man. In there, no security, chilling and shit like that. Um, I used to think he was a real nigga. I thought he was he was on business. And clearly, he thought he was a real nigga too, but a different type of real nigga. One of them shoot him up, bang, bang niggas. He think he got to be tough all the time, you know. That's unfortunate. And real quick, another... Um, side note, is that BSB chain that he used to wear, man, that shit is getting passed around so crazy, bro. Like, first he had it, then some other nigga had it. Now I see Paparazzi Poe rocking that BSB chain, like, come on, Brick Squad Monopoly, excuse me, BSM. I see him rocking that chain, like, come on, man, that chain is 10, 15 years old, and you rocking it like it's new, and you rock, you rocking that like we don't know that that was... Frenchie's chain, that was Walker's chain, that was all these other niggas' chains first, and you rocking it like, them niggas is funny, man, I ain't gonna lie, them niggas is real, real funny, man, they, they got that, they passing around that chain like a, like a bad hoe, no cap, um, two more things, cause now we about to start, I'm about to get into the sports shit now, right, Steven Jackson goes to O Block and checks in, bro, you 55 fucking years old, you look like a fucking clown, like, what type of shit you want? You go in the old block and checking in. You an old-ass man, and you ain't in the war, man. You got to respect the streets, man, and you ain't, and that ain't the way you, a nigga like you should be respecting them. You you know, you picking sides, and come on, man. That shit is just embarrassing, bro. What the fuck is you going to old block for? The the whole thing is to make it out, and you ain't even from there. I think, that, ain't that nigga from, like, Texas or something? Bro, like... And then he want to talk tough, like, yo, niggas can't do this, niggas can't do that. But, nigga, you pull your phone out, and you look like a groupie. Anytime a nigga pull his phone out in an area where he's not from or he's not, you know, in, in the trenches, that, that for one, that showed me that you damn near kind of scared out there. Because what you got to record the shit for? You kind of scared. You want you want some records. You want some evidence of this shit. And for two, it just shows how, how big of a groupie you is to niggas, man. I, I barely take pictures with my niggas and record shit because I'm not a groupie. I mean, that's, it, these is the niggas, these the bros, and these are niggas that I've been around my whole life. But I'm just not doing that, man. I'm not on no other niggas' dicks. And what Steven Jackson did by going to O Block and checking in with little 21, 22-year-olds when you a 55-year-old man, you look like a fucking dick rider. You look like a fucking goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like, And now you 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 talking about rest in peace. But rest in peace, King Vaughn and shit like that. So it's like, yo, like, it's just crazy because you ain't even going to be around when them bullets start flying. You ain't stand. You was in O Block one time. You made the video. You going. You probably ain't never going back now. You know what I'm saying? So now you don't know what type of beef you at. You fueled onto. You don't know what type of shit that you just you just did. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
He a goofy ass nigga, man. I thought, and I knew that he was kind of goofy back when that George Floyd shit was going on. You know what I'm saying? Because he was wishy washy back then. If you really pay attention, you know what is you? Is you a motherfucking man of peace or is you a gangster? Some niggas don't. I hate when niggas play that middle ground like that. Niggas don't know who the fuck they is, man. Do you want to be a peacemaker? You want to be out there marching for George Floyd and you know, uh, talking about you know. The police violence and shit like that. Is you a man of peace? Is you trying to be on some political shit? Or is you a gangster? You at O Block talking about niggas can't check in. Niggas can't come here. Niggas can't do this. Which one is you? And you 55 years old. You should know better. You use a motherfucking clown, nigga. Like, yo, you niggas got to wake the fuck up, B. I don't give a fuck if you older than me, younger than me. These niggas got to wake up, bro. What Steven Jackson did was absolute clown shit. And I'm standing on it. Fact. KD once out of Brooklyn, y'all. Running from the grind again. Like, totally soft, bro. Kevin Durant, honestly, in my opinion, I haven't seen a, a, a sports athlete from the NBA to the NFL to fucking hockey anywhere, bro. I haven't seen an athlete more softer than this guy. Yeah, he's a good basketball player. Yeah, he does his thing out here. But it's like, yo, my nigga, you just keep jumping from team to team. And the reason why niggas is criticizing you for jumping from team to team is because you're supposed to be a superstar. You ain't no bum. You're supposed to be a big dog. You're supposed to be leading the team. But instead, every time you lose, you want to go and jump on another nigga's bandwagon. You want to jump on Steph and Clay and Draymond's bandwagon when it don't work out in OKC. Now... You, you know, niggas clowned you for that. You got your little rings, which if you ask me, them rings is an asterisk anyway because we just seen what Steph and them can do. We know that them niggas is winners already. You just jumped on they dick to go get two rings. Okay, cool. And yeah, you contributed it. Yeah, of course you contributed. You got your finals MVPs and shit like that. Yeah, for sure. But come on, man. We all know that that was a weak-ass move. And so you hear the noise. You hear motherfuckers clowning you. You hear the noise. I right, fuck it. I'm going to go to Brooklyn. I'm going to start my own wave. I'm going to do my thing in Brooklyn. I'm going to build my own team. You niggas, you don't play the first year. Second year, I don't do, uh, it was, uh, Kyrie was injured. This year, you, 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 they was, you know, Kyrie sold you out and, and James Horan said, fuck you and left out. And it's like, instead of you trying to grind like a man and, and, and do, it, do it the real way, do it the Kobe way, do it the Steph way, do it the magic way. You just want to keep jumping teams. Now there's there's rumors out there you want to go to the Suns and click up with Chris Paul and, and Booker. It's like, yo, what type of nigga is you, man? Like, this nigga might be the most, the best basketball player with no leadership abilities, man. He's not a leader at all. He's a total follower. He's totally disgusting, bro. I don't know who's worse, out of fucking Kevin Durant or fucking Jason Tatum who thinks he's Who's Kobe, which is absolutely blasphemous. You know, I don't know which one of them niggas is worse, but honestly, I'm leaning towards KD, man, because that nigga, that's that's embarrassing. That's all I can say about that. Embarrassing, man. KD went out. I can't wait till we figure out what team he went to so everybody could just clown him more. And, you know, I'm sure it's going to be, it ain't going to be a contender. You got everything you wanted in Brooklyn. So where you where else you want to go? Don't tell me you want to go back to Stephanie. I'm like a girl. I'm like, bro, you niggas is crazy, bro. KD is wild. I don't know how any of his fans or any of his supporters could could support this because this is this is unbelievable, man. Seriously.
Um, yeah, that's all I got though today, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I just had to get on here and make an episode and talk to the people. Let niggas know I'm still active. I'm always active. Everybody hates Chubb's podcast. Once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. All my real supporters. Everybody that's really fucking with me. Everybody that go and repost my shit and share my shit without me having to ask. Because, you know, I don't ask niggas to share my shit. You know, I just sit back and watch after I post it and see who's going to do what they want to do. You know, I want to thank everybody, the real supporters, man. Everybody that's really showing me love and everybody that tunes in and listens to me when I drop an episode. The niggas that follow me, you know, on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, YouTube. I got to get my YouTube popping a little more i don't like how low it look you know but we're going we're going to work on that though. i just want to thank everybody you know i'm most humbled man and um yeah i'll be back real soon hopefully in a week hopefully some more some popping news come out man some shit i feel passionate about and i can holler at y'all niggas man but i'll be back real soon to holler at y'all and uh tell y'all what the wave is man because i am the wave it's big chubby everybody hates podcasts